I was working in the lab late one night when all the a sudden I had a fright. I was caught to a terrible end when I discovered it was Hearty Dice Friends. <laughs> Welcome to Hearty Dice Friends Spooky Edition. <laughs> I'm the disembodied spectre of Grom a vampire. I'm the vampire that used to be Grand Howard. And over here is my hunchbacked assistant, Christopher Taylor. Hello. Oh, you're Greek, are you? No. <laughs> Should I take that one again? Please, I wasn't really paying attention, and you kind of hit me with this. I wasn't. Song and then I suddenly remembered it and I just began singing. And <laughs> I'll be honest with you, I don't know much of the words to Monster Mash, <laughs> as may have become apparent from my reworking. <laughs> it seems like you know too much. I'm not gonna lie here. Okay, okay. Now remember, spooky, spooky. Climate change will destroy the world as we know it within 20 years. Welcome to the spookiest ever edition of Hearty Dice Friends. Student loans! Too spooky? Too spooky. Okay. (laughs) Welcome to a special Halloween edition of Hearty Dice Friends. I am Count Grants, and I'm joined today by the Wolfman, known as Christopher Taylor. Hello. It's not the voice I was expecting. It's not a full moon. Um, (laughs) I'm really really sorry, but I can only do that during a full moon. You're rather letting the side down. Yeah, I know. I've, I've got a werewolf mask on, which is actually a little bit insulting to my people. Um, do you at least have a gun with you? <laughs> no, this is England. Oh. Do you know where you are? Transylvania. Mate, this is Leatherhead. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Hearty Dice Friends. This is episode 83, I believe. Yeah. We're, we're honestly quite bad at remembering the numbers. We look it after matter, the editing. You turn up, you you do the thing. My name is Grant Harrett, this is Chris Taylor, and we're both very spooky chaps. Super spooky. Yeah, uh, spookier than a skeleton on a haunted motorcycle. Ooh. I've been lunchtime drinking. How about Chris? I just started drinking. Yeah, I'm, I'm lunchtime drinking and I'm ill. So I got a real twofer on that one. Yeah, real good, real good combo. Uh, so I'm ready for some off-the-wall spookity content. We've asked you listeners, dearest listeners, for your questions to us about spook things. And we you've you've answered in droves. So many droves. What's a drove? Uh it's the past tense of driven. Nope. nope well yes, but but like in terms of nouns. Uh like a collective noun for some beetles? Mm, okay. Chris, I've got a quick question for you. Mm-hmm. What's your favourite thing about this spooky time known as Halloween, which we definitely celebrate in England and we're not just doing to have an easy podcast? <laughs> I like the fact that there are suddenly a load more Halloween films on Netflix. That's true. They push them to the front, don't they? They really do, and that just makes it so much easier for me to watch a load of horror films. My favourite is the small-sized Mars bars. Why do you like those? I find a single Mars bar is too much for me. But you could cut it down at any time of the year. The power is in wanna, your hands. I don't want to fuck about with a knife and keeping half a Mars bar in the fridge. I have, I have like, like a little, a little fun-sized Mars bar. That's quite nice with a little. Like, you can have one of those standing up in the kitchen. If you have a full-sized Mars bar, that's kind of a palaver. It's like having a cigar. <laughs> Maybe, you know, I mean, depending on your uh, on your personal standards, you could eat a full lasagna out of a carry bag in the kitchen if you wanted to. <laughs> You'd have to crouch, <laughs> just holding the goopy end. Just holding it over the sink. Eschewing <laughs> oh, oh, cutlery. Hang the handles over your ears and eat it like a horse. Mm, I've always wanted to eat something like a horse, but I think that's how I'd die. I think it is, yeah. You'd drown in lasagna. Oh, I hate Mondays. <laughs> Ask me a question. 
this comes from Wangleberry. That's Wangleberry in normal. Yeah, so a lot of people have like comedy Halloween names. This is Wangleberry. Yeah, and that's the thing I like the least about Halloween. Not knowing who's who on Twitter. Uh, there is a ghost in my fridge, and it keeps eating all my fancy cheese. Mm. You gotta, you gotta exercise that fridge. Yep. It's, you it's, gotta. There's, if you look, if it's a new fridge, there should be an option on it next to the defrost. Mm. Now, a lot of a lot of uh, newer fridges as well will have like like next to the energy rating, they'll have a like a sanctity rating. Mm-hmm. And so you need to get a priest in there, and like if if it is if it is of a high enough rating that it can be sanctified, just pop a little priest in there, like maybe like just overnight, yeah. Uh, close the door, and he'll sort that out, or she. It is the, it is the it is the future. Well, it's the present. <laughs> and if it's if it's if it's not that bad of a haunting, if it's sort of a two or a three, you can do it yourself. But do remember to put towels down. Because after you push that button, not only is all the ice going to melt, but mm. also a whole bunch of ectoplasm is just going to come roaring out of that fridge. I've got a question. Mm-hmm. Now I know Wangleberry said that they would um, that they were worried about the ghost eating their fancy cheese, mm-hmm. but saying as ghosts mainly deal at entropy, mm-hmm. would that improve the cheese? Now that that depends. Would that there's, a difference age between the age, cheese? there's a difference between aging and rotting. <laughs> Well, not when it well, not when it comes to cheese. I, I think it, that's actually still true. Yeah, that is still true. Like, if there's mold on cheddar, that's a problem. That's bad. Like those those little white bits. That's not a good mold. Whereas, like, often we take milk and then make it go off artisanally mm-hmm. for our pleasure. But then we don't tend to drink that. We use it for stuff. And we use it for cheese. We use it for fancy cheese. And so, like, you've got, say, like, you know, a bit of Stilton, which has all sorts of horrid bits through it, which tastes nice. Mm-hmm. Maybe the ghost is helping that happen. But then with a lot of I... cheeses, they're, they're placed into environments without oxygen. It does have to happen in the wheel, doesn't it? Yeah, so, like, they're... So you can they're, age it post wheel With Edam, it's wrapped in wax. <laughs> so that's going to kill all your bacteria. Mm, or choke them. <laughs> Strangle them inside. <laughs> Thousands have died for every block of Cathedral City cheddar. Engage in breath play with some bacteria. <laughs> That's how you get mini cheddars. Ah, uh, what? Because what, when you, you know... They're like zip-up gimp, ma- gimp masks. <laughs> That's all it is. Just unzip in the mouth. <laughs> Those dirty little tarts. Right? And they're just... And they're just together in bags for kids to see I've never been happy to have a baby bell no the only That's good thing about a baby bell scene. is then when if you're me and just the worst person you just sit there and make little sculptures out of the wax I mean that is pretty bad the theme tune was good ba 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 baby bell ba 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 baby bell yeah that was quite good ba 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 oh baby bell can't take my hand. Doesn't work. I wish you well. Cheese. It's <laughs> beyond your way, cheese. It never tasted good, and it was always in the in in a, in a suspicious red sheath, and nothing else came in a suspicious red sheath. No, the only other the only thing I can liken it to is like that plastic dip stuff that you end up on with the handles of screwdrivers dipped in. What? You ever seen them? Like tools get this like red plastic dip on their handles. Uh, vaguely, yeah. It's like it's like a waterproofing grippery yeah device. Yeah, it reminds me of that, but for cheese. Hmm. <laughs> I guess they got to keep it free of bacteria somehow. Yeah. Otherwise, how, nothing how, but um, how else would the pliers kids? mature? <laughs> what was the question? There wasn't one. Fancy, I'm going to be brutally cheese. honest with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. It goes to my fridge. It keeps eating all my fancy cheese. You yeah. like either get a priest in, or you want to get some sort of barrier around your fridge to keep the ghosts out. So you want to just get some holy water. Just keep a bottle of holy water in the in like in the front. Yeah, it's like you know how you clean a microwave by putting in a mug of water and then microwaving it. Oh, you can clean microwaves. <laughs> yes, Grant. You can clean anything. Well. You can think too much about a lot of things, but yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway, I was thinking that tactic, but inside a, a fridge, you just kind of leave holy water to evaporate. <laughs> just, leave it, just leave it and turn the fridge all the way down until the water boils. <laughs> yeah, you just turn it the other way. 
Like you will, you'll have to remove the knob and then use pliers to keep turning it. It's like a lighter, <laughs> fridge axe. Yeah, you turn it all the way down, so so that instead of um, taking the hot air and pumping it out, it pumps the hot air in mm. and simply boils the contents. Makes also sense. Also good for making beautiful steaks. Mm. Luke asks, if you have to fuck an undead. Which undead do you fuck? Also, how? Note, vampires look like the spooky bald kind in Nosferatu. So you couldn't just have an sexy vampire. You couldn't just have a... Because vampires are the sexiest undead, because they have to be sexy to blend into humankind. But that's why there was a, a specified kind of vampire, so it wasn't an easy choice. Yeah, for sure. Otherwise, we'd just be vampires, right? Yep. Yeah. So um, let's, let's, go, let's work through. And let's cross okay. off the ones that are just no-goes. Zombie. Zombie Skellington. Skellington. I don't know what I'd do. There's, there's not a lot. Ghost. Yeah, not a lot of contact there. Depends on how horny the ghost is. I mean, like, poltergeist, maybe? They could bang a cupboard door off it. Like, well, but, like, like, some of them have telekinesis, so you could get, like, a ghost job. Yeah, you could. Get thoroughly spooked. That, would, that would be an interesting one to explain if somebody walked in. <laughs> To explain to the jury. <laughs> it was a ghost, Your Honor. I was possessed, sir. A banshee. That's a bad lay. Loud. La- yelling, but like not in a not in a fun, sexy way, in a sort of dying way. Yeah, in a sort of rupture eardrums. Mummies. <sighs> Bandages. This is one M I wouldn't I Elton. <laughs> this is one M I wouldn't ilf. <laughs> um, actually, Chris, can we work from the opposite direction? Is, are there any undead that you do want to fuck? <laughs> I'm trying to work out if there are any that you can. Well, I mean, you can fuck anything that's vaguely human. And even then, you can fuck cars. I've seen people do yeah, it. Yeah, but like I'm saying, like so skeletons you can't. Well, there's pelvis holes. Yeah, but like... Yeah, it's not going to be fun. There's not, there's, like, that's, like trying to, that's like trying to fuck the hole in a coat hanger. You'd have to, you'd have, you'd have to modify the skeleton. <laughs> modify the skeleton. That is so, some sort of leather pocket. <laughs> but like, I guess, I guess, mummies. Technically, you could. Oh, I see. Oh, that's, that's I'm not saying. Desert. I'm not saying it's great. Sandy, certainly. Zombies raise a whole issue. Like, I, I'm not saying. I'm not going to get off fucking a zombie. No. No, that's you know too problematic. Mean? It is problematic because it's so close to dead people. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go for ghosts. Yeah, I think ghosts are the best ones. Ghosts can manifest as lots of different things. Mm. And so, like, they can manifest as a telekinetic force, which is pretty good looking. But also, maybe, maybe you dream of them. There's this element of free will to a ghost. <laughs> yeah, like that's it's true. doing things at specific times. Like, a poltergeist doesn't just consistently bang your cupboard doors open and mess up your crockery. Yeah, for sure. Is, is that what you call it? <laughs> yeah, well, I've got a slang term, did not I? Bang my cupboard doors in, baby. Mess up my crockery. <laughs> Come in here and break my teacups. <laughs> Jangle around my fucking spoons. <laughs> Nick my cutlery. It would be... I think, I think a, yeah, ghosts have... The ghosts are free-willed. Mm-hmm. Ghosts are some of the least scary undead um, after after vampires. They show that there's life after death, which could be arousing. Possibly hopeful, yeah. Confirm yeah, a lot sure. of people's religious beliefs, potentially. Yeah, for sure. Um, and they can kind of look like wherever you want. Well, whatever you know? they want. Yeah, well, yeah, sorry. Like, like some of them look like spooky spooky sheets with holes yeah. cut in. Some of them just like see through, some of them look like see through people. Yeah. Which I, mean, I fancy people. I could deal with the C3 bit. I mean, why not? At that point. Now, what about the chill touch? Yeah, sorry. The second part of Luke's question is how. So now we've settled on ghosts. Yeah. How, how, how do you go and fuck that ghost? So I'm, I'm thinking there's got to be something to do with ectoplasm here. That seems like the easy joke. No, I'm, I'm, I'm actually trying not to use it as a joke here. <laughs> go on. Because that is the physical manifestation of a ghost. Yeah, the leavings. Yes. It's ghost sweat. Exactly. Hmm. So I guess if nothing else, that's a handy lubricant. But you're, it's 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 ephemeral. You're not you don't need lubricant if it doesn't exist. That's true, actually. 
you could get it to possess like uh, like a, like a mannequin, or yeah, I mean, like, or a person, I suppose. You, but then, like that, you then that have opens to, you up. Then, you then like you then have to attach or drill a hole into the mannequin. Well, what you going to use a person? That's gross. No, what I'm saying is that a mannequin does not traditionally come with working genitalia. I mean, the ones I have sex with have, but okay, they're not mannequins, mate. Okay. Well, no, I mean aftermarket. Yeah, those sure. are CPR dolls, and you should stop. <laughs> those are devilish little tarts with their soft, their soft, beguiling open mouths, <laughs> reeking of alcohol wipes. No arms, no legs. Oh, I love it. So streamlined. <laughs> so efficient. Uh, this is this is a horrendous question, and I'm sorry we answered it. Ask me a different one. I will ask you a different one. Charlie Etheridge-Nunn says, Dread did so well with Jenga. What kids' game would you transform into a horror RPG? Mousetrap. Mousetrap. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm not going to explain it. Well, anything. you handle the rules, don't you, mate? I'm more of a big picture guy. That's <laughs> not a big picture, ain't that supposed to stamp? Uh, well, uh, maybe I should have yelled mousetrap. <laughs> So do we just like change the no it's shit the eventual don't, don't, it's trap shit. into it? It's a terrible idea. Okay. Don't even don't even don't even play in this space all right, with me. All right, um, <laughs> Kaplunk Hellraiser. Now there we go. That's a thing. That's a thing. It, like like you're, you're you're trying to you're trying to dis, you're trying to dispel Hellraiser by, by pulling, by pulling all the needles out. Out, needles out of his head. Or either that, or you reverse it. Um, I can never remember its name, but the the thing from Hellraiser, the Hellraiser creature. Has lost um, all of its pins. Pinhead. Yeah. Pinhead? As, probably. Yeah. Has lost all of its no. pins, and you've got to put it back in, like, pop-up pirate style. I was thinking pop-up pirate might, might be quite good to have as a, like, like a slasher game. Okay. So or, like, time... this is this is the tree that the, the teenagers at camp are behind, and you stab it in, and if a kid pops <laughs> out, you win. <laughs> if you catch the pirate in your mouth, you win. <laughs> That's extreme pop-up pirate. Yeah, you, you hold, you hold your mouth open over the barrel. When when I was young, we used to play Extreme Pop Up Pirate. Go on. Which is where, which is what? where you have to play Pop Up Pirate, but you have to place your eye over the hole. Jesus Christ! What? <laughs> I mean, a mouth. I'm actually like, mouth embarrassed that that's the thing I used to do. That I mean, that is extreme. Did you ever get hit in the eye? Yes. <laughs> Multiple times, yep. I guess it didn't do you much damage. It's not, like, incredibly painful, but, like, it's not but a it's good enough. Yeah, It's enough that you don't want it to happen. It's a light slap in your eye by a tiny pirate. Can I, can I, can I both make this safer and more fun? Oh, God, please. Testicles. Now, that does, that does limit your pop-up pirate extreme playing audience, people who have testicles. But also, like, just, like, crouching over that tiny barrel, balancing and trying to get a sword in. That's going to be a, just a sight. <laughs> you're, holding, you're holding your member out of the way and trying to... That is a horrible vision for everyone. Like, you've got to, Worst you've got of to, all the pirate. You've got to crouch. Both of your hands are full. So you can't... Balance well, one of your yes, yeah. So you, you've got you've got your chap in one hand and your knife in the other. Yep. So you're crouched over it, and then like, and I assume you're drunk, obviously. And then you've got to try and get the little sword into the hole. Mm. If anything, it adds a much needed level of challenge to pop up pirate. That's true. <laughs> yeah, it makes it more of a physical game. A game, <laughs> game lacking in variety and skill. Now it's closer to lacrosse. Yeah, pretty much. It's kind of it's close to um, hockey. But for, we're looking for a horror game. Horror. Well I, th- well, I think that you could do something similar with Pop-Up Pirate, not because you're stabbing them, but like your stabbing is you taking a stab at solving the mystery or what have you. Shut up. And like then, like pushing magnifying glasses into the hole and see if a detective yeah, pops out. Yeah, just draw a fucking magnifying glass in. I don't care. I'm not your dad. <laughs> and then and then like and then stick it in. And then when, when the pirate jumps out, that's you and you get eaten by a pirate who lives in a barrel. Famous horror villain, Barrel horror Killer, Barrel Killer. Like I lost me home in lost me home in the stock market crash of two thousand and eight. <laughs> now I murder teenagers. <laughs> I chose the wrong bank. Yeah, I was with Northern Rock. <laughs> I was at a careers fair, and now they took one look at me, hack for a hand, and said, <laughs> "I know what he's doing." 
had to be a dirty Mac and sent me on my way. I invested poorly. I've made bad choices, to be sure. <laughs> to be sure, to be sure. Am I Irish? <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure, I know. <laughs> Could be from anywhere. Yeah, he's from Pirate. Yeah, that's how pirates um, work. Yeah, um, so not that. Um, um, most, the problem with most children's games is they suck. Yeah, like Scary Boggle. That's not. That's more of a grown-up sc- Terra Ludo. Battle shits. Because you shit yourself. Cause... Human centipede twister. Now, now, now we're back in. <laughs> back in the game. We're back in the game. I, there's something interesting there about about being tethered to another human being whilst playing twister. <laughs> Just anus to mouth and a line. Right no, hand red. I don't think you need to attach your anus to someone's mouth. I think that's that's like. Considering that you're going to be playing this at a fun party time. Oh, okay. That's that's not necessarily what it said. I, I just I just think that maybe it's not going to. It would be a horror. It would be a horror game certainly, but also a crime. Mm. Whereas if you play um, Human Centipede, but let's let's say you have to like put your head between the other person's legs, and then and then your head is tied there with a scarf. <laughs> you're, you're facing away from their bits, obviously. Okay, very obviously. Unless you know them. Very and then. Well. Um, you play until someone dies, I suppose. It's yeah, like a very someone, easy way to die. It does sound like a real easy way to go, but not necessarily a bad one. Yeah, yeah. Um, surrounded by your friends and family. <laughs> Sur- like, literally yeah. surrounded by one of your friends. Shall I ask you a question? Please do. Dave Chan asks, What underused creature of folklore would your urban fantasy, noun the verbing game, be about? So the first one that came to my head was... Should we, sorry, should we explain what Noun the Verbit is? Please, please, Noun the Verbit. Mm. So these are uh, World of Darkness games, Vampire the Masquerade, Werewolf the Apocalypse, Mage the Ascension, um, where you play traditional fantasy horror monsters, um, but in an, in an urban setting, and you were people, or you tried to be people, and that causes trouble. Yes. That's probably the easiest way to describe it. I think it is. They went all the way up to mummies before they learned to stop. Yeah, the mummy one was probably a bit silly. What was the mummy one called? <clears throat> I think it was like Mummy the Eternal. Oh, it was actually called Mummy. Oh yeah, shit, dude, it was called Mummy. Oh god, because like the the Frankenstein's monster one was like Promethean. Yeah, a, a cool word. Mm, but no, they went. Yeah, they I, actually I, went I, with I don't mummy. know. Whether, I don't know whether they changed it for the redesign, but uh, the nineties edition was Mummy the something or other, and you just <laughs> mummy, play the unwrapping. <laughs> um. You just play a an eternal mummy. Uh, one of them, I remember one of the character classes had a skateboard. Radical. Radical dude. Uh, so yeah, what's the first one that jumped to your mind? Uh, Kelpie, the insogening. So Kelpies are um, horse-based creatures. Water horse, horses. Wh- like wet horses that hang out near the water and drown people. Yes. I worry that you're going to limit your play to particular areas of coastline in Scotland. Ah, no, you see, what I'm thinking is they've moved into a more urban environment. and are now inhab- sexy Kelpies with leather jackets. No, they're just now inhabiting, like, public swimming pools, um, pool parties, canals. Those, those fountains pens. that people take photos <clears throat> next to and throw pennies in. Yeah, yeah, that works, that works for me, yeah. Mm. I think, like, you could probably just, like, you could probably branch it out. So you've got Kelpies, you've got Sirens. Sirens would be rather interesting, actually. You've got Naiads. Yeah, your general sort of wet temptress. <laughs> there is a lot of them. It's weird. I yeah. think there must be something instinctive about how man wants to fuck a seal. I I think it's more the fact that there were a lot of dudes, very lonely and very horny, on a boat. What's wrong with having large with having sex quant- with each other <laughs> for large quantities? Because they would have been beaten and then killed. That is true. But <laughs> the, like, the, the English Navy was not a nice place. Did you have sex with that seal? No, it, it, it was a Kelpie, lad. <laughs> you had sex with a water horse? Uh, yes. Oh, that's all right, then. Oh, very good. That contravenes no regulations. Does she have a sister? <laughs> Introduce me to her mum. Naiads, Kelpies, sirens, um, mermaids. traditional drowner. Sorry? Mermaids. Mermaid shit, mermaids, of course. Just, just your basic mermaid. Your basic, your basic mermaid. 
Um, big, big crabs. I, they're not quite so sexy, the big crab. I guess if you're they into are. crabs. What what is it that lures you in about a crab? Oh, it's it's it, it's the it's the clattering. It's the noise mm. they make when they fall off a desk. <laughs> That's what does it for me. That come hither clatter <laughs> when they're freshly boiled and you're just tapping on the carapace. I like the way that their their claws sound like the, sound like the sexy castanets. <laughs> like a Hispanic dancer. <laughs> Come on, give me a noun the verbing. Zombie the shuffling. <laughs> they're just they're just they're down their luck and they're in Vegas. <laughs> and they're just a croupier. <laughs> Move it on, boy. Okay, now that that, that was too easy. I, I, I want to go for something slightly more audacious, something slightly weirder. Okay. You know how mermaids are half person, half fish. Yes. Are seals murdogs, and can we go from there? <laughs> For purposes of this game, yes, they are. Then yes, murdogs. You're being good, wet boys. Murdogs the. Um. Flapping. <laughs> Sorry, murdogs the. <laughs> You could play and it's a just seal, you just like a sea lion sitting on a beach for sixteen hours, getting bothered really by penguins. Like, or like, like you could play an elephant seal, like which is a terrifying monster. Mm-hmm. Or I'd like some sort of special class for uh, uh, dugongs, <laughs> kings of the sea. When I grow up, I want to be a dugong. A lofty goal. They they're so fat. Nothing can kill them. <laughs> they can take bullets. That seems like the best possible... Oh, I just ate so much grass, I've become immune to harm. <laughs> well done! Dugongs? Manatees? Magic. I, 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 I think like, like either a dugong or a manatee is a different kind of thing. But like the nice big white fellows who scud. You know the ones I mean. Yeah, the, one, the ones who get mashed up by like um, propellers on boats and then go, Oh, well... Yeah, that is the problem. They are immune to everything aside from giant boat propellers. Yeah. Which they didn't plan for. No. That's evolution at work, isn't it? Is. Yeah. It needs to tire uh, itself up. How about Grim th- the Reaping? Oh, that was Wraith, mate. Oh, is it? Yeah, uh, or actually... No, sorry. Um, are you talking about Grim Reapers? Yeah. Or Ghosts? Grim <clears throat> Reapers. I guess there's only really one of those. I mean, like you've got Banshees, right? Which are a kind of Grim Reaper. Yeah, but like, uh, you're a... Death Knock Beetles? <laughs> you're a thing that ushers something into an afterlife. Oh, you're Psychopomps. Yeah, so like, you've got the Grim Reaper. That'll be one of the clans, in quotation yeah. marks. You've got Banshees. You've got Banshees. You've got that... Um, Valkyries. Valkyries. You've got that Egyptian fella. Um, what, Thoth? Yes. No, no there uh, was the a... Guy, th- no, the guy with the, with the beak. Yeah, Anubis. Anubis. No, he's he's a jackal. Jackal. It's a jackal. It's a jackal. Yeah, but he he was the guardian to the underworld. Yes, but like you play uh, the, you play descendants of those of those death ushers. Ah, jackal boys. Jackal boys. Well, that that that'd be kind of cool because like Geist was very. Geist was hugely Mexican in a way I didn't feel comfortable playing. Okay. Like it had a great deal of like like you like you made ofrendas and you did all sorts of like it kept referencing Day of the Dead shit, but it didn't seem to have enough to back that up. Okay, and like it was culturally loose. It didn't really connect to anything, so I kind of like the idea of, of of playing psychopomps and then you're dealing with ghosts and stuff. But it's more rather than oh I died but then I didn't die and now I have a named ghost living in my head, rather than oh my dad was the Grim Reaper. That's fair enough. My dad was the guy who rose acro- who rose across the sticks. Uh, Sharon. Yeah. Oh, he, he, that's not a great name these days, is it? Not now. Uh, it's spelled no. differently. Can we, can we pronounce it Caron? Caron. That's just, that's just your mum's name. It is. Yeah. Hang on a minute. So we're settling on Grim the Reaping. Yes, I like Grim the Reaping. I think that's. How about Psychopomp the Circumstancing? <laughs> Psychopomp the Riding. Yeah, that works. All right, ask me a question. Actually, Cheval, the riding. <clears throat> That's a different kind of supernatural creature. It is, but I'm suggesting a different one. Voodoo. The. 
appropriationing. <laughs> Voodoo the problematic. Voodoo the problematicking. I look Voodoo's fucking cool, but it's not for us, unfortunately. Yeah, it's rad. I th- I think vo- like. I look at Voodoo and I'm like, man, I wish I could. I wish I could get involved in that. Yeah, because it's so like the gods are so accessible, and that you can you can hang out with them. You know, if yeah. you know the right person on enough drugs, <laughs> or or if you then, get a snake. What's the English version? Like D, the complicated. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Wednesday at three fifteen? Why then you need to look east. You consulted the charts. You're just doing this so that nobody else can understand what you're doing. You might be able to hear an angel. I have a meta. Come on, dude. Now, once you've prepared the circle, sit within it with your astrolabe. I don't have an astrolabe. Oh, well, only the rich can see and summon the dead. Yeah. D. Give me a question. Gatekeeper of death. Yeah, that's the guy. Uh, Claire asks, which are the best vampire traits and weaknesses to lean into and which are best ignored? I like the way you said watch. Yeah. I really don't think the vampires get enough of the obsessively counting things thrown in front of them trope. Yeah. I think that's that's an issue because I really love that one. I think it's quite fun to use in a game. And there's also the really nice one of the can't cross running water. That always struck me as a huge problem. <laughs> yes. Like I get it that so it it tie obviously it ties back into the whole sort of um they can't enter a place unless they're invited and they have to have their they have to sleep with a handful of their of their native dirt in the coffin mm-hmm. like they're over the place they're from, and that's really really cool, and so where rivers form boundaries, they can't cross that because they can't leave the place they're from. it just sound, kind of sounds like an ass yeah, it does, but it's not just a domain thing, it's a purity oh, isn't thing. It? Because ah, running water is clean water. Ah, of course. Um, so you can't cross running water because it is clean. Like uh, werewolves and silver? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like, there are some that are really generically vampire that I adore. Go on. Staking through the heart. That is, that is pretty cool. Because the the symbolism of it is wonderful. And like the original Romanian legends that gave rise to it. Are wonderful go, stories. Go on. So this is the, news ori- to me. the original vampires weren't really in quotation marks vampires. They weren't okay. suckers. They were zombies, right? For want of a better way of putting it. Um, so the staking through the heart was with an iron stake, but not like a stake like you see in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm-hmm. This was a thing they used in construction, right? Like a like a big nail. Yeah, it was to nail them into their coffin. Nice, that works. That's so fun. that they couldn't get up, ah, and they were forever like sealed inside the coffin. To, tying a hopping vampire feet together. Yeah, yeah. It's about it's about um, tying them in place and locking them down. Um, the, um, and through the heart is just because fuck you, I think. The well, it's the seat of power in it. It makes sure they're dead. There's an old Italian um, way of killing vampires that you had to get an entire brick in their mouths. Yeah, and then stake them through the heart, which it makes staking someone through the heart seem very straightforward. Mm. It's going to be hard to get a te- to get a brick in there, especially if you're dealing with a vampire who's slightly stronger than mortals. Well, like the way that they got it in there was with a hammer. Yeah, that's fair. Like what it what it did was smash the teeth and jaw, which and so they, then they can't bite you. Mm-hmm. I have a question for you, Chris. Yes. So, quite early on in season one of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Buffy, the titular um, Slayer of Vampires, fights a, fights a lady vampire, and the lady vampire brings a gun. Yes. Um, and this poses a real threat for Buffy. But no one else brings a gun throughout the entire other seven seasons. No, because they realised it was is, unfun. Well, it just seems like a very effective way to deal with Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, for sure. Because she can get stabbed real easy. It's just punching, and they all seem to just do punching. Darla rocks up with two handguns in that That's her, yes. And she just shoots the shit out of the place, which I love. Yeah. And then you don't really see guns until um, Riley shows up. They've got, like, lightning guns, haven't they? Yeah. But, like, they have... A lot of them have, like... A holster on their on the, on their leg with a handgun in it, and they just decide never to leaves that hat and never leaves. It's just, it just seems like you shouldn't have put it in first. Yeah, 
you should have been oh actually mm, this this seems like a problem because because handguns are very easy to get in America. Yeah, I think I think they they saw the problem <laughs> and then just they went oh yeah they could just shoot her, couldn't they? To be fair, it would be much less exciting if she just died at the end of season one and the 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 uh, the, the, the later seven seasons are just an, an ongoing shot of her grave. <laughs> it's just like outside her house. Like, now, the, now, 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 you see, now, now, you see now. the lights go on and that's. <laughs> Yeah. Oh god. Um, I like super strength. I like super quickness. Yeah. I like I like mesmerism, which I don't think we we see enough of in 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 the role playing games. But the whole sort of thing, like don't look in a vampire's eyes, don't talk to a vampire, because they're sort of like elves in that way. Yes, they're they're unreal. That yeah, otherworldly, a fae almost in that sense. Mm. I think I think you can have a lot of fun by crossing vampires with Faye and not looking too closely at where the join happens. Yeah, and I mean one of the things that I really don't like is the turning into animals and mist. It's not great, is it? It's not cool. It kind of ruins the aesthetic. Like animal control, like having a wolf show up, Very rad cool. as fuck. Shit ton of bats. Yep, always good. But going, uh, oh no, turn- I'm cornered. Squeak, squeak. Now, t- turning into a slip. load of bats is better than turning into one bat. So, the best film for that is League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. What about Dracula Unchained, or whatever the fuck it's called? Dracula, dead and loving it. Nah, nah, it's got, um, it's got, it's fairly modern, and it's about how Dr- uh, Vlad Dracul was a, was a, was a warlord, and he, he made a deal to, to, to drive the enemy out of his country, which just so happened to turn him into a really cool swarm of bats that killed everything. <laughs> that is quite cool. But yes, um, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen uh, isn't what's her name, Mina Harker, mm. a vampire. Yeah, and the best part of that is that going through the film, she doesn't do anything. Like, doesn't do anything vampiric. Yeah, she does. Um, like, she does. Diplomacy, from what I can does tell. Does diplomacy... And, like, and, like, turns up and is a woman at things. Does smouldering looks, a lot of smouldering yeah, looks. Yeah. Um, and then at one point, shit hits the fan, she goes, fine, and explodes into bats and wins. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, you're rad. Can I, can I say something possibly controversial? No. Yeah, of course. Okay. I quite like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. So do I. Love it. I thought, I thought it was fun. I think I've seen it three times. Mm, I'm a huge fan of those... Over the top films like Shoot 'Em Up. I think it was it was a lot more fun than the comic. Oh yeah, comic just Alan Moore on. just yeah. sort of Alan fucking Mooring all over all over everything. <laughs> yeah, and I also I, I think oh, what, what if comics weren't fun? Shut up, Alan. <laughs> Fans asks mm. Halloween crimes. Oh, um, pumpkin homicide, murder, but your dress is a vampire. <laughs> Spooky tax evasion. <laughs> Spooky embezzlement. Um, like, Ghost theft. I mean, unfortunately, like one of the most common Halloween crimes is like grave desecration. That's, that's that's a spooky crime. That is a super spooky crime, and it happens all too often at Halloween because people Does are it? stupid. Yeah. What they go into graveyards and fuck up graves. Yeah. People have parties in graveyards, or he's used to. Uh, I mean, that is pretty cool. I mm. would. I would you be off. You'd be that. You'd be that but I wouldn't. I wouldn't life. desecrate a grave. I'd like sit on a grave, maybe. Yeah, but treat it with respect. But yeah, it happens quite a bit. Oh, that's not very nice. Um, and also, I mean, like, if you're going to rob a house, yeah, Halloween's your Halloween's your day. You um, know, you can you go in through vampire, the front door. If you are a vampire, Halloween's a great time to drain people's blood. People, are, oh, what a great costume. Yep. Then you can really ham it up. You can get the big cape, the yeah. medallion. Do you think vampires, like, when people are like, um, no, I want to suck in the blood, is that really offensive to vampires? Is that I a bit like someone is. coming up to us and being like, oh, hello, pip, pip, tally, old, tally, old boy? I think it is, but probably only specifically to, to like, Romanian Vampires. Yeah, that's fair. Like an English vampire is going to go. I mean, come on, mate. That's that's not appropriate. Come, come on, dude. Yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah, I'm like, I'm just trying to think of things people could say to upset us. And the best I had was crumpets and biplanes, <laughs> <laughs> sugar mice. Ooh, looks like somebody's lost an empire. <laughs> 
Look at this. Look, look at this India. Shame if something would have happened to it. Oh, it already has. Mm. Shame if it were to achieve independence. <laughs> India. Don't look at America. You let's get ideas. <laughs> Actual Halloween crowd. I think some sort of heist would be good. Some sort of big candy heist. Or yes, sweets. Like, like, I, I'm just, sorry, just, I'm sorry just, I keep using the word candy. I'm Americanizing this fucking show. Uh, like uh, it's breaking it's into sweets. the warehouses of Swizzles Matlow. And just burning it. Yeah, just just making a giant s'more. <laughs> just, like he, piling everything in a big in a big pile. Coating it in petrol and then lighting it on fire, and it would, it would, it would like. I think it would briefly achieve sentience. I mean, that, so, that's why have you done That's terrifyingly dangerous. Like mm, molten sugar, sugar, yeah, plus petrol. I mean, that's essentially napalm. Well, I'm not saying you sit in it. No, I'm just saying, like, more so than a fire in a brick factory. Say again? More so than a fire in a brick factory, a fire in a candy factory is probably very <coughs> dangerous. Yeah, well, bricks aren't flammable, are they? No, that's my point. Yeah. Because the candy would melt and you'd get the air bubbles flicking fire mm. all over the place. Mmm, delectable. Yeah, that's dangerous. Mm. Okay, not that then. Not that, no. So what crime... So Halloween's coming up. Yeah, we've got we've got five days from this from this recording until Halloween's out. Yeah, three days once it's released. What crime are we going to do? And um, this is us telling the police to give them a little head start before we do it. I think we should rob a train, <laughs> a ghost train. We call Just it a train. That, yes, just any train. Come to think of it, the only trains I've seen are either commuter trains or they're carrying a lot of like coal and shit. Yeah. I don't know what I'd do with that much coal. I think it might be quite hard to fence. No, I think we rob the commuter train. But, like, as it goes into a very long tunnel, we've set take, that tunnel... Take tun- commuters. No, take, take their wallets and iPads yeah. and shit. Okay. Uh, as it goes into the tunnel, mm-hmm. we set up the inside of the tunnel like a spooky ghost train. Ah, that's kind of fun. So that everybody's so terrified that it's just easy as when we float through the carriage on, the, uh, on like, a skateboard as evil spirits... <laughs> They'll just have to just put the wallets in the bag. Do we have like a knife or anything as well? Oh yeah, obviously. Well, I kind mean, of, I, I kind of like the idea that you sort of set it up like you're on a train, and it's kind of like a fun busking thing. So you're doing like, oh, trick or treat, and asking for money, and then like, you just have a little gun, <laughs> just a teeny trick. teeny gun. Trick or treat. Put your valuables in the sack. Trick or treat. <laughs> We're all having fun. Oh, I'm a vampire. <laughs> so take take off your rings and put them into the bag. <laughs> If you're a treat, I'll shoot you, kid. I want you to know that throughout all that that section, I've been miming holding a very little gun at stomach height. Top I'm two, still doing top, it. Top two fingers, right? Because that's what um, I've been doing. Oh no, no, I've um, I'm I'm uh, I've, it's, it's like I'm holding a gun. Oh, okay. I was I was so, actually doing the gun fingers. I'm thinking I'm thinking like a derringer, or yeah, maybe like maybe, maybe like shot. a Saturday night special that sort of thing, like a little snub nosed sort of thing. Oh, we got to the as the, to make it a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, we have one question remaining, and I want you to ask it to me. We do. Roll to Play Podcast asks, if you were to command an army of undead, what one type of undead would you want as said army? Liches, because they're the best kind of undead. Sorry, no, Dracoliches. You absolute power gamer. They are the they're the highest level kind of undead. And the biggest. You take, you take a dragon, you take uh, an undead wizard... You put it in the coconut and you shake it all up. <laughs> put it in the sarcophagus and you sh- anyway. Yeah, whatever. Now, I the what the, the worry I'd have with that is I don't think I could really control an army of dracoliches. No, um, I and also I, I don't think there are that many of them. Well, I get an army. That's fair, but like I'm it saying, says, like I don't think there's that many in existence. Yeah, that's true. It's probably like six, aren't there? Yeah. Right now. Banshees. They're not going to follow orders. They're always. They've got a ranged weapon. Kind of. Long, lot of screams, and they're ethereal. Yeah, I suppose. Just, just yell the enemy to death. Now, can I put forward skeletons? Okay. One, clean. Yes. Like basically sterile. Your average skeleton. It's all bone and ligament. 
two. Well, not really, I don't. The ligament, the whole thing, how skeletons stay together, is not really covered in any media. No, I've always thought that the, the, the ligament just is, is still there. Like it's not wet anymore. It would snap, right? I guess, but like if you treat it right, it's. For, it's I mean, like you use ligament for bowstrings. Yeah, it just always seemed like there's just a skeleton happens, and you're like, up you get. Yeah, I mean, magic is the easiest way, but yeah, um, they're very clean. Yeah. You can paint them whatever colors you want. You can That's varnish right. them and lacquer them, so yes. you can have like 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 onyx black skeletons Ooh. if you wanted. Shiny, cool. like piano Shiny. black. Um, you can stick it, yeah. That's that's the sort of thing I'm thinking. You can stick extra arms on if you want. True. Modify, like you know, they've got room up there. Uh, they take orders. They are technically fairly fairly dexterous. Like they can use weapons. They have fingers. Mm. And I saw. They, I reckon they could use a gun. Yeah, probably. Like I guess you know what? I don't think I've ever had a skill in the game just turn up with a gun. But like, I'm not looking at them to be marksmen. I'm looking nah, at them to nah, spray like bullets. Spray, spray. North. I can give them a shotgun. Yeah, there you go. Would that would that then make their arms come off with the recoil? I think it would, but then they'd pick themselves up, put themselves back together, pick up the shotgun, I'd, and do it again. I'd have another skeleton behind them. No, no, you cap. just have you have two hundred thousand skeletons with shotguns, each one of them yeah. firing one shot and then collapsing, getting back up, fixing itself, and doing it again. You'd have you'd have one skeleton with no arms behind the guy with the shotgun. He fires. Shotgun goes back. Arms arms attach onto the guy behind. <laughs> Steps Just forward. like enemy at the gates. What? That's the bit from enemy at the gates where Jude Law he's the sniper, and then the comma says that, and he's like, and 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 he's like, one in three men has been given ammunition. Everyone has been given a clip of ammunition. Uh, sorry, one in three men has been given a rifle. Everyone has been given a clip of ammunition. When the man beside you falls, take his rifle because <laughs> they didn't have enough guns. Yeah. So it'd be like that, but with skeletons and arms. Yeah, and fewer Jude Laws, I suppose. Subtly, unless yeah. unless you've got the skeleton of Jude Law. Well, how would you tell? It's got it written on it. He just he'd turn to camera and say hi. He'd still be charming, wouldn't he? Yeah, I mean he signed hi. the skull. I'm the skull. How? Posthumously. Ah. How? In a mirror. Oh, like as a skeleton. Hmm. Rather than just like doing it really hard in reverse on his forehead. <laughs> no, 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 it's, it's backwards. Gotta have this bleed through. It's backwards, but you can tell. <laughs> Swall edge. Oh, it's Jude Law. Oh, hey, oh, hey, hi. I'm I'm Jude Law's skeleton. How are you doing? Oh, I'm good. How are you doing? I loved you in Existence. Thanks. It was a weird film. <laughs> I'm glad you got it. Many people didn't. I hear Grant didn't get it. No, Grant didn't get it at all. Grant, Grant thought it was really uh, overhyped. Yeah, well, David Cronenberg, hey, when you go to he's divisive. Grant thought he was shit. It was a great film uh, that you loved. That okay. That that second bit is provably untrue. Yeah, sorry, mate, you're wrong. They had a gun that fired teeth, which was the best part. It was made out of teeth as well, which is also good. You know what? I don't think David Cronenberg is shit. That's wrong. I just don't understand what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> that is fair. It's like I, I I view David Cronenberg the same same way I view quadratic equations. That I'm sure they're useful to someone. Yeah. But I've got other shit going on. <laughs> I don't want to get involved. Thank you very much. So yes, I'm going skeletons. They seem clean, orderly, and plus you get quite a lot in an army. And they can occupy buildings. They can probably do typing. Admin admin duties, you know, or it's banshees. It's just yelling. Yeah, I mean, plus, like, I, I could probably play a hand of cards with a skeleton. Yeah, I, you know what? I'd have a skeleton cook me dinner. Yeah, like I think they could talk. No, they can't talk. Why not? He, that skeletor can talk. He's a skeleton. Well, he's also got a big meat body. Ah, oh, that's a suit. That's one of those um, like muscle suits. Ah, uh, okay. I, I think most skeletons lacking tongues and lips are limited to the old chatter. That's true. Maybe I'll learn Morse code. Yeah, shit, yeah. Or we, like, give them, um, you know, uh, pen and paper. Or speaking spells. <laughs> as long as you want to talk about cows. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> oh, why? Oh, we came with a prize. Mm. Shall we wrap it up? Let's do that. This pack is a spectacular episode. Let me begin. No, the, other, the opposite. What rhymes with what rhymes with finish? Pack it up, pack it inish. Let me finish. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this spooky episode of Hearty Dice Friends. If you've enjoyed this, you can 
Patreon us. Patron us? Patron it. Give us some fucking money through <laughs> patreon.com forward slash hearty dice friends. Give us some cash. Come and join the Discord where we're all hanging out and having nice chats. You can follow us on Twitter at hdfpodcast.com. You can also send us an email to heartydosefriends at gmail.com. We, we love you. We have had ourselves shipped from the old country in a box to Whitby. Uh, Chris and I have been packed inside a tea chest, which was a bad idea. Oh, those are smaller than us, and there are that two is, of us in there. We are, we are, we are fucking tetrised up in there. But we learned a we, lot about about each other. Yeah, like mainly like spatially. Yeah, just dimensions. Yeah. Um, and so uh, we've been levered open by a clueless dock hand. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. The the tea chest has been levered open. We've remained closed <laughs> by a surprised stevedore. Uh, yeah, a um, a fatally surprised stevedore. And by the way, I'm sorry I didn't use the word stevedore first. I should always use that word. It's beautiful. Um, and we're here. We're uh, we're hovering uh, outside your house. Um, waiting for you to, to 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 invite us inside so we can do lovely chats with you. With no ra- blood drinking with a radio blasting the HDF theme song. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's how that's how this is going to sound. Cause I'm going to be I'm going to put the outro in. Yeah. So look forward to that. And if anyone else hovers outside your window, it ain't us. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Remember, if somebody else does a thing, that's not me. (laughs) If someone else did it, we didn't do it. That's the hearty dose, bro. Fuck me. Diamond guarantee.